Smitty, is there such thing as a running back dead zone? You know, we hear these buzzwords getting kicked around every single offseason. And last year, I felt like people were talking about running back dead zone when there really wasn't one, but one ended up developing. Is a dead zone developing because of the fall of Kenneth Walker? Maybe. Kind of. Probably. Maybe not. We're investigating it. That's why we're here. At a glance, and I'm I'm just digging into this, and I'm doing this live off the cuff. I'm not, this is not scripted or prepared at all, so I don't know what I'm going to find. My initial diagnosis and, and uh, assessment here is that the dead zone for running backs might be, people will insinuate, it might be in round two or three. There is a reason why people might fear round two now for RBs, because a guy named Kenneth Walker has just been raptured from the fourth round, and deservedly so no one should be taking Kenny Walker in round two even if you're taking the stance which I can understand and I I respect the stance of nothing's gonna happen to Kenneth Walker this will all work out the truth is you need to now draft him in round four or even round five the news today by Pete Carroll saying that there's gonna be potentially a battle for that that running back job in in Seattle which may have been taken out of context a little bit I think but people will react to it and Kenny Walker no longer has round two value whether you want want him to or not it doesn't matter perceptions reality he is now a fourth round pick and that was before that Pete Carroll quote hit newswires now we have Kenneth Walker potentially not even in round four he might be pushed around five and let me tell you I like that value this video is not about Kenneth Walker though this video is what we believe to be a dead zone conversation in round two or three or is there no dead zone in round two or three does a dead zone for RBs even exist I'm here to debate this i'm here as a judge jury and executioner to reside over this evidence and let you know if i deem a dead zone terminology to be appropriate the fantasy football show court edition begins right now it's time for fantasy football court 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 court, court. court. court what is the running back dead zone it's a it's a zone where no running backs can be had they're all thinned out maybe there's one or two that's called a dead zone to most people it doesn't mean that no running backs available it means very few and and if you're lucky you get one and if you're not lucky someone grabs that running back before you get a chance to and there's no running backs and if you go wide receiver wide receiver and you hit said dead zone you're screwed that's basically what the dead zone is and why people talk about it now if we're going to assume and we don't know we're going to try and investigate if we assume that round two could be the dead zone this guy Brees hall would be one of my favorite targets so let's go into round two and three and investigate and see what other running backs we like aside from hall at a glance as our dead zone round two targets if the dead zone even exists in round two and i'm pretty skeptical in looking at round two who are the rbs we will target as i mentioned walker's been raptured from round two he's been raptured for round three so if walker shouldn't even be a conversation for round three and he shouldn't be because he's at least in round four probably now in round five again value i love but this is not about that i've got a whole video dedicated to Charbonnet and Walker and what to do. In my last live stream, I break this down as well. I love getting Walker in round five. If you can get Walker in round five and pair him to Charbonnet, who you might have to take an eight, seven, who knows where he climbs to, but that duo from round five and beyond is fantastic. In round two, you need to find yourself a new monster to grab. The only running back that sticks out like a sore thumb to me is Brees Hall, who was living at 3.1 to 3.4, but for every fall, 
there is a riser. Kenneth Walker falling out of round two and round three means that somebody's going to climb up and Brees Hall, who was sitting already at that 3.1 to 3.4 doorstep, is going to be dragged into the bottom of round two. And he will be worth every penny because he's arguably good enough to be a a first round running back, but his ACL recovery, people are going to shy away from grabbing him too early. And I think people will be uncomfortable enough grabbing him coming off the ACL tear that he can't really climb much higher than this like 20 to 24 overall territory. If you need an RB in round two, He's your guy. Really anywhere in round two. The question remains is who else is a round two running back at all? Jameer Gibbs will become a round two running back of that. I have no doubt. This guy is a fourth rounder right now in best ball drafts. He's going at literally 4.1, 4.2. But part of that is the old ADP data kind of being used as a reference at the beginning of these early best ball drafts that are taking place on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. Make sure you use the link in the description or use code Smitty. Smitty, sign up. You'll get up to $100 bonus match dollar for dollar on your first deposit. We mock draft at, at night, graveyard shift, midnights. We, we do a lot of mock drafts and best ball drafts. So join us doing that. And while he's going in round four right now, he's going to climb into round three. As people start to read all the buzz, everybody taking him a little bit earlier, and that's going to drive people to take him a little bit earlier. The ADP data will update. He'll no longer be sitting in round four on the suggested rank. He'll start sitting in round three on the suggested rank, and then people are going to want him and want to snipe him. And then on and on and on and on he goes. He climbs up into the bottom of round two. And the question would be, like Brees Hall, do we like Brees Hall in round two, anywhere in round two? The answer is yes. I totally Smitty approved Brees Hall anywhere in round two. You've just been Smitty approved. You will certainly want to get him as late as you can. That's called value. You certainly want to get every player as late as you can. That includes Brees Hall. So don't take Brees Hall at 2.1 if you can get him at 2.8. If you can't trade down and you want to RB and you're at 2.4, so be it. I'm not against Brees Hall at 2.4. Jameer Gibbs is going in the fourth round right now, which is a steal because he is a top 15 overall player. Smitty, he's too small. He's 199 pounds. Did you just call him a top 15 overall player? You're right. That probably isn't totally accurate. We'll call him a top 12 overall player. And he will get there eventually, but please do not go out and destroy this man's ADP. I just told you he's going at 4.1 right now, which you can win a league on. So the dead zone running back number two, you could argue even being my number one dead zone running back is Jameer Gibbs. And you can in crafty fashion wait for him and maybe go wide receiver in the dead zone territory instead of forcing one of the only running backs that we like. Pardon me, the potential dead zone area because I'm still deciding whether one even exists or where it might exist. Creatively, use this information to either avoid the dead zone territory if it's real. Go wide receiver and grab what will be eventually one of the only dead zone running backs people are trying to consume. So right now, take advantage. Take him in the fourth round. Take Brees Hall in round two. Let's say you get Bijan in round one. Here's one of those uh, situations where you've got three RBs here. I don't traditionally go running back, running back, running back, but if you could pull this kind of situation off, you get Bijan, Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, and let's call it Alave. Where's where's our boy Alave when we need him? Let's go Alave in round three. This would be, let's take Walker out of here just so we can focus on this part of the draft. Bijan, Brees Hall, Alave, Jameer Gibbs. Who doesn't feel like that would absolutely smash? The answer is nobody. Everybody watching right now just is drooling. They're jaw hit the floor they said oh my god i can get this right here unbelievable you've just been smitty approved
And let's say we don't go Bijan here. Let's say we go Jamar Chase. Where's Jamar Chase when we need him? We take Jamar at the top of round one. So in this case, we have a top of round one draft slot. We take Brees Hall right here. We take Alave right here with the back-to-backs. Brees Hall, Alave, and Jameer Gibbs probably doesn't fall to us at the bottom of four. So maybe he's out of the equation at this point and you're left with this one man right here. And you got to throw in, let's say, a, a Drake London. Or let's go Burrow here. Let's do the stack. So we go Joe Burrow around four. Sometimes he falls at the bottom around four. Sometimes he doesn't. This would be a phenomenal start. You go two wide receivers, one running back in the dead zone and Brees Hall. And then you got to fill like your Camara, Charbonnets, your DeAndre Swifts later to get your second running back. Very good plan of attack. You could also go quarterback later. Let's call it a Trevor Lawrence later on in round five. So let's say you take Drake London in round number four. So you got you got uh, Trevor Lawrence in five or w- whatever quarterback direction you go. You got Chase, you got Alave, you got Brees Hall, and you got Drake London. Fantastic, Smitty approved just been smitty approved now you might be saying smitty uh, hall isn't the only round two running back there are a lot of guys like uh, jt that sometimes can fall he's kind of going around one now so i'd like to remove jt and say that he's becoming a round one staple Ramondre's more of a round three guy so he's a dead zone running back that i absolutely love nick chubb's falling into the third round territory sometimes so he's a dead zone running back you can go after the question is and i love Ramondre, but is nick chubb gonna slowly break down is nick chubb are his knee injury is going to get the best of him. He didn't score a single rushing touchdown once Deshaun Watson returned from football. A string of games in the, in the in the last half of the season where he did not score a single touchdown on the ground with Deshaun Watson. So there's reason to believe Nick Chubb has some risk even though he started off the season on fire last year. So a lot of people don't want to draft a team around Nick Chubb. Uh, ETN is a third or fourth round steal. He's definitely a dead zone running back. That's why the dead zone doesn't really truly exist. There are RBs all over the place. It's just a matter of, do you like Derrick Henry in round three or two anymore? Do you love Ramondre Stevenson, who escaped the NFL draft? The answer should be yes. He's a good third-round pick. ETN's a great third-round pick. Barkley goes in round two. There really is no dead zone. The conclusion here is... Barkley's at the top of two. Brees Hall is at the bottom of round two. Saquon Barkley's at the top of two. Brees Hall is at the bottom of round two. Nick Chubb can go in round three sometimes. Stevenson's a steal. Etienne's a steal. There are no, there's no dead zone in rounds two and three. Jameer Gibbs again is in round four right now, but he'll eventually climb and climb. But this third and fourth round is actually pretty loaded with RBs. Najee Harris falls to round four a lot. Tony Pollard falls to round three or four, and Zeke Elliott, there's rumors that Zeke could re-sign with Dallas, and that's going to bump him down. It doesn't concern me. I'm going to be all over this from the opposite perspective, I think, of most, but Tony Pollard will fall to round four if Zeke Elliott returns to Dallas. Um, He's just a shell of himself, but third or fourth, he's in this territory. Najee, Tony Pollard, there are tons of running backs to grab in rounds two, three, and four. And again, assuming that Gibbs is yeah, can I order something to be picked up? Egg fried rice. Okay. We'll see you in about 10 minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I honestly started this video on the fly going after round two, round three, and not really round four, but I would dip into round four. We're going back toward round five. Round five, round six is kind of becoming what looks like the most ghost town of a running back situation that you could find. And that's not really a, a, a running back dead zone because running backs dry up naturally by the time you get to round five or six. Aaron Jones in round five and round six, that is a a player that I would easily grab there. DeAndre Swift is becoming a very, very nice 
grab in round five and six. There's no dead zone really here. And as we just mentioned, Kenneth Walker, who's going from four to probably round five, this puts us in a pretty nice position to grab an RB still and not feel like we're getting screwed out of, you know, some sort of value drop when you consider the cost of entry. You mix in Alvin Kamara, who in best balls going around seven, round eight, sometimes around six I think at the very latest he'll go in round four or five and in, in some kind of grandma mock draft because people don't know that everybody's drafting him really late but I mean these are this is a grip of running back options for you looking at an ADP board right here from underdog fantasy promo code smitty again they'll match up to $100 in your first deposit so get on over to underdog fantasy promo code smitty where we're going to draft on all this later I mean, these are these are probably the top names in round five or six that I would target. I see Mixon there. I don't want him. I see Montgomery there. I don't want him. Cam Akers, no thank you. Rashad White, a little early for him. Javante, a little early for him. Those are guys in like round seven or eight that become more valuable. Damian Pierce should be pretty good in this maybe six, seven round territory. Some would say J.K. Dobbins. So we'll put Damian Pierce in round six around this territory. We'll put uh, Isaiah Pacheco here in round six. These are all very, very good running backs to take if you're going late RB2 and you want to grab Swift or you want to grab Pacheco and Swift, you want to grab Aaron Jones and Pierce, you want to grab Kamara and Walker and Charbonnet. I imagine Zach Charbonnet is going to climb rankings very quickly. Right now, he's in like 10-11. I think he easily climbs into the 7 or 8 territory later. Wouldn't be shocked if these guys, Walker went 5 and, and Charbonnet went 6 eventually. Don't take him that high. You don't have to. But I really love the idea of grabbing like a Camara and Charbonnet in round like 6 and 8, 6 and 9 and getting Walker in round 5 and then really attacking wide receiver here if best player available allows it. And you come out with... Uh, a couple monsters like maybe you do get Bijan number one. In fact, let's map this out right now. Let's 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 create the most ideal draft board using what looks to be, in my opinion, the most dead zone territory now in my my impromptu glance at all this. Literally on the fly doing all this. Five six is the most dead zone territory I can find. Let's go Brees Hall in round two. Let's go Chris Olave in round three. These are some of my favorite uh, picks so far. So we've got two RBs here. In this approach, maybe we go Drake London and Christian Watson if we can get away with it. Watson's been kind of falling. Drake London's been kind of climbing. You could swap these guys. And, and, and if you see London falling and Watson not, you could go that direction. That would be one of those really sweet running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver approaches that are hard to pull off. But man, that would be good. But if we go, let's say, heavy wide receiver. And let's say we take Hall here. We take chase here we go wide receiver here wide receiver and we need to go to this running back ghost town kind of territory this is where we maybe grab the kenneth walker as our rb2 and we grab zach charbonnet let's just put him in eight right now he could easily climb into these rounds right here i would not be shocked again if these guys go very close later on but right now he's not so put him in eight put deandre swift in six if i could come out of my draft with these three wide receivers chase alave and Watson. And my running back one is Brees Hall. My running back two is a combination of Kenneth Walker, DeAndre Swift, and Zach Charbonnet. I'm happy as can be. Maybe Alvin Kamara is here instead of Swift. Maybe Isaiah Pacheco is here. Maybe I get Isaiah Pacheco in six. I get Swift in five. And I still get Charbonnet and smash this route. I love when people tell me there's uh, a ghost town dead zone somewhere because what it tells me is there's value to be had. I've investigated. 
I'm going to Smitty disapprove that there is a running back dead zone anywhere for RBs in 2023. I'm looking at it. There is no dead zone running back territory in 2023. Case dismissed. You've just been Smitty disapproved. Now get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com and get your year-round fantasy football rankings, bowl predictions, trade calculator, rookie rankings, Superflex rankings just dropped on the site. We now have Superflex rankings, baby. We've got it all. I'd love to see anybody that has more rankings than we do. Super rookie, rookie, top 200, redraft, dynasty, best draft rankings by round. We've got it all. Thefantasyfootballshow.com. The bowl predictions are what people know me for on the content side of this thing. Thefantasyfootballshow.com. Now, Get out of here. There is no running back dead zone. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Smitty.